أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا لا تكونوا كالذين آذوا موسى فبرأه الله مما قالوا Welcome to Innovation Somalia. I am your host, Abdul Ali. I'm coming to you from Columbus, Ohio. I'm really excited. I have Mawlid Allen. Mawlid, welcome to the program. Thank you for inviting me. Tell me, tell me uh, about your middle school days. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, uh, I migrated here and... Um, uh, you know, alhamdulillah, I, I, I spoke English when I came here. Okay. In 2005, we came here. 2006, I moved to Ohio. So we, I spoke English. Maybe perhaps people were speaking way faster because I had a British accent and uh, I spoke very slowly. Oh, you so, came from um, in, in England? No, I came, I came from Uganda. Okay, so, okay. Because we went to school then. They were taught, they taught us English. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In Uganda so, and Kenya, I think it's a little bit more British, yeah. Absolutely, it's colonized. But so the, so we, we, we came here and we spoke English. So it was a little bit of a struggle getting used to the whole environment, you know, coming to a brand new country and everybody's just, you know, everything's different. Everything's different. Culture shock? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So you know, you don't know what you know what's the norm here or anything like that. Everybody's just looking at you like, what's wrong with this weird, weird guy? <laughs> Why is he quiet? Why is he sitting by himself? Why is this all that? And I never was one to please other people's you know, what's it called expectations, anything like that. So okay. I always set myself for myself like what I needed, and my own expectations for myself. Mm-hmm. And I, so that's one thing you know. Growing up, I've always understood. Set expectations for yourself, not other people's expectations. So I've, from a young age, I've told myself, don't worry about these people. Because sometimes what happens is we're concerned about what this person think of me. Right. They're concerned about the same thing. <laughs> so that doesn't give room for development. Right. So it, right, it right, kind of right. puts more right. stress on right, a person. Right, right. So middle school was very tough for me, and uh, that's uh, towards the ending of middle school. That's when I started, you know, getting uh, understanding 100% what everybody is saying, okay. what is mentioning. You know, so towards high school, you know, that's when things started opening up. And I'm like, okay, now I understand this teacher 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I can understand the content. I can understand everything. You know, so that's when opportunities started opening up and, you know, going from high school. So you started with law. I started with law. Okay. We learned with a very okay. old uh, okay. system. Okay. Yes, so, yes, 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 and, yes, yes. Uh, a lot of people often forget that system might not work here. No, it doesn't <laughs> work here. It doesn't work here. Uh, and also, the um, you know, there used to be a discipline that used to go along with that. Yes. Uh, that also may not work Cannot here. be forgotten. <laughs> Cannot be forgotten. <laughs> you know, but I think that is that shaped us, though. Uh, that shaped, uh, that certainly for me. Um, I wasn't looking for it, but oftentimes, you know, uh, um, and, and when you know, if you miss your ayat and if you miss your part of it, you know, you definitely get the uh, the, the end of the stick. Uh, that's for sure. That's for sure. That's for sure. But those are the memories that last for you, though. So when you really wanted to memorize the Quran and you started, uh, was it after high school that you really invested in? Put focus onto yeah absolutely I was after high school because before that is a, at that stage where you're like okay I'm being forced to go to Duxi uh-huh, I don't uh-huh. want to you know mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. but you know 
the, the environment, the friends you're with, you know, that shapes what kind of also what kind of person you absolutely, are. Absolutely. You know, as a prophet mentioned. Absolutely. So the person is, he needs Hallelujah. So he needs the person needs to have good uh, influence. So I had good friends, you know, so that they we were at the masjid together and helping mm-hmm. each other staying mm-hmm. you know, in the masjid and learning. So within that one year I already knew Hingad in a hundred percent. So I was memorizing the Quran. So reaching halfway of it within one year mm-hmm. time, uh, time time frame. And that's when I started teaching the younger ones, you know, how to you know Hingad, you know, how to do it, how to read the Arabic language slowly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's when I started teaching basically. And so it's since then it's been ongoing until now. Okay. Okay. So at what at what point did you become Hafi? At one point, <laughs> that was around 2014. Within, so how long was it ago when you really started to uh, the completion of the memorization? The, the completion the of the memorization for the whole Quran. It it took around not one year but five years. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a five-year journey, you know. So it's uh, it it took me five years, and again, that's on my end, you know, because it's it's all about the efforts you put in. Yes, hundred percent. Yes. You know, it's all about the efforts you put in. My efforts were wasn't 100 percent, you know, memorizing 100 percent, you know, because uh, that was the main goal that I had. But getting there was, you know, it, t- it takes time, and everybody has a different method, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, what we do, we just uh, we we bring the students in and we, we asking them to memorize it, memorize, memorize it. Mm-hmm. But there is something more important than that, which okay. is understanding it, you know, because a lot of people they memorize and then they end up, you know, falling off. And what is the cause of this? Is not understanding. What it truly means. A lot of people you memorize, they memorize the Quran, but they leave the religion. Mm-hmm. And I and we've had cases where people came up, they've been doing duksi their whole life, but they left Islam. So they, they say they want nothing to do with Islam. What is the cause of this? It's, it's, it's the nurturing, how they were nurtured to learn the Quran. The companions of the, of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, they used to learn about iman. Then they would learn the Quran, and the Quran would increase them in iman. We did the opposite for us. <laughs> we started with memorizing the Quran. Then after you memorize the Quran, kidib, you know, later you can learn the deen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is uh, th- th- so that we've diverted from the path that we were supposed to do. Okay. You know, so it's important for the person to understand the meaning of the religion. Why? What is the purpose? Why he's learning? Mm-hmm. Why is he learning? You know, what is he gaining from this? And what is it that he's learning? Once you have knowledge of the value of what you're learning, then you'll value it. What method do you guys use, or do you use now, uh, to teach in, in uh, kids? Honestly, I try to make sure that it's minimum memorization mm-hmm. and maximum understanding. Okay. Because I want them to understand w- about Islam. Okay. You know, because uh, oftentimes they go to the schools or they go some other places where there's a lot of you know contradictory you know mm-hmm. uh, you know ideologies that are given and mm-hmm. sort of sort of things. And I had students, for example, come up to me and say, "I was in school and teacher gave me an exam and said Prophet Muhammad died at the age of 65." You know, and I say, and I crossed it wrong, and I six sixty three, and mm-hmm. I was into the office, and I'm like, okay. So these sort of things, you know, they, they, these youths, they have a lot of questions, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of misconceptions that are being fed to them. Mm-hmm. So it's our responsibility to make sure that all of that is taken out with proper education, with proper nurturing, and making sure that we answer all of their questions in mm-hmm. a manner that, you know, has wisdom and knowledge, and not just don't ask the sort of questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 don't ask the sort of questions. Do not repress it. No, let them, let them express it, but answer it in a way. If you can't answer it, which is no problem, right. nobody's perfect. You know, Absolutely. Nobody has attained all knowledge. Find somebody else who can, someone mm-hmm. who's qualified to do so. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, and, that, and this is the method I would advise everybody and all the listeners or even all of our, you know, a community and mm-hmm. Muslim organization to focus on giving the students understanding of the religion right. and teaching them why it's important. Because this 
really kind of shifts to how my uh, academic success was was you know built. Mm-hmm. It was like because the Mizzi was the first rehab center basically, and for the whole community actually mm-hmm. it is. So it was more like after learning the Quran, being part of the community, leading salah, giving talks, started giving qutbas, then you get gain the confidence for public speaking, for community community leadership, right. for all of these you know things come into play. They're interconnected. Have 100%. 100%. Somebody will say, oh, I'm trying to be successful. You know, they, they cut off the entire religion. They cut off the whole... But they don't understand that success comes from the one who grants success. Absolutely. So if you're not seeking it from there, it's, mm-hmm. you're doing the opposite. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Staying away from it. Staying away from it. Yeah. And, and it's not getting you anywhere closer right. to success. You know, you brought up a good point where um, if you don't know something, um, you should go find somebody that is qualified, qualified. to answer those questions, right? Uh, and that goes for 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 uh, the entire community. Really, if you think about it, 100%. oftentimes that somebody will take the lead or will express some things that um, that basically learn on the job process per way, right? Um, so we want to be able to, and, and and that's how community or any organization gets ahead, right? So if you don't allow your best people up front or to take the lead or to uh, make changes. Um, you're holding, no, you're doing nothing but holding them back, right? Hundred uh, percent. Um, so that's a very good point. Um, and 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 when kids really, you know, ask questions, or deep questions, sometimes the kids will ask questions that you be like, how to answer your own kids will, my own kids sometimes do. <laughs> <laughs> and and that, and that is the important yeah. thing for the for the parent or for right. the educator to understand is they themselves have to control their emotions. Right. Because when a person asks a question, I've had students ask me the most obnoxious questions. Yeah. But I'm like, I keep my, I keep, I keep you my keep, ground. You keep it cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, it's a very good question. Yeah. Can we do more research about it? Yeah. If you don't know, say we'll do more research yeah. about it. Yeah. And I've had cases where I said I'll do research and I will get back to you as soon as I can. <laughs> and you get back to them. And you get back to them and you answer the question in a, in a timely manner. You know, you know, in a professional way. Mm-hmm. You know, not say okay, I'm, I'll see you tomorrow. You know, 5 p.m. and then you end up not showing up, and this person had it. I hope so. Absolutely. You know, so it's, absolutely. It's, it's absolutely. Important. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Um, I mean, you spend some time with kids. Um, you get to see them um, in, in 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 their you know uh, environment, their creative side of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, my my five year old sometimes she thinks that she's smarter than <laughs> me and my and her mom. So oftentimes when you catch her doing something you be like oh i was experimenting you know <laughs> uh, um, so and um going forward do you think that um this method uh, where hey understand first then memorize a little bit later um how are they responding to that uh, they are responding to it very well because okay. they're the ones right now who are coming to us when are we going to have class right you no, know, when uh, when's the next Islamic studies class? Mashallah. You know, so they're the ones that are coming up with these. They want to. The parents are no longer driving it. Mm-hmm. It's the students that are driving the parents now. Mashallah. When are we going back to Duxi? I've had students throughout this pandemic. I've had students come to me and say, "When's Duxi gonna start?" <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it breaks my heart, but I have to say, like, right. soon. Inshallah. You know, or oh, inshallah, soon we have to. So it's it really it, it dry. They're the ones who are really wanting. Mm-hmm. to learn the religion now because why you've taken that stress out of the way right. you're making them memorize you know to them this just is scripture written in different language that i'm memorizing i don't understand mm-hmm. you know and this is really once 
for example, you've been given a huge curriculum and you've been told, memorize A to Z, you don't understand anything. Mm -hmm. As an adult, it is frustrating and difficult for you as well. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. So we're putting absolutely. this on our children and putting absolutely. this on the kids, like, absolutely. do this. Absolutely. <clears throat> now, as a community, we need to recognize those too, right? Those, 100%. Those, those especially when you're a single mother, or single dad for that matter. Um, because mom's not here, or quite the opposite the other way. Um, so there's a lot that they have to go through to provide for their kids. 100%. Um, the language itself, it's, 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 uh, it's a huge, huge burden on, on, on them. Um, I mean, now the community is getting, you know, as far as the population goes, is growing, is growing, right? So, but think about this when, like, maybe when you came, um, the, you know, the, the Somali community, maybe one third of what it is right now back then, maybe less than that too, if you think about it, maybe about 10,000, right, comparing to like 60,000, what? So imagine if that person being say, okay, hey, super girl in Columbus. <laughs> So the chances of that working with another Somali person is a slim to none, right? So you go to warehouse or you go to other places and you, you can see the challenges. Um, yeah. As a result, you know, we see the kids and, and some of them, how they turn out. Not to mention that uh, the neighborhood that, you know, we, we start with. So, you know, that's where I feel like the community, uh, um, but, but the youth now we have, um, versus the youth we started with. Um, so now how do you see the ones that you're teaching them on a very young age? Like, w how do you see the next five, six, seven, <laughs> yeah, ten, how, you know, as far as like how they're gonna turn out, per se? I have no doubt that they, you know, they, I've seen this with, with gradually throughout time when you grow up with the same youth that uh -huh. you've mentored from a young age, you understand, you know, for those who, those who listened, obviously, that you see is like is successful, you know, not only in academic perspective, but rather also from the dean perspective. You see them there; they continue learning and they're developing. You know, I think what and what what should really help is to 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 measure the ones that um, end up being success in terms of staying within the religion. You know, kind of sort of not, not getting off the track. Um, sort of being kind of sort of in a good community, you know, contribute to the community rather than the ones that go off. You know, I think that would be really uh, uh, that's, that's to, to really see. Definitely, definitely. Even I would like to see that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's something that we and really, really, we need, really need to look into. We need to honestly, uh, what's it called, um, uh, track our progress yeah. as a yeah. community-wise. You know, what worked for us, yeah. what steps do we need to take and work together, honestly. You know, in moving forward, um, analyzing you know every uh, organization that's mm -hmm. working on mm -hmm. betterment of the youth and mm -hmm. seeing okay, how can we help one another? Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of organizations that are work together on trying to uplift the youth, Absolutely. motivating them, but they're not working together. So that is you know that itself you know puts an obstacle in front of everybody. Right. So how to how do they need to come together and to understand that they need to focus on that one goal mm -hmm. on moving forward. Yeah. You yeah, know that's, yeah, that's something yeah. that's definitely needed. So early on we were talking about how you know some kids when they graduate from college, you know they're asking you know what what's next. Before it used to be when you graduate from high school, what now? Um, so that just could show you that, um, one, our population is growing, two, the age of our community, especially the youngsters, uh, so they're more youngsters than comparing to um, the older people. Mm. And the challenge that is having them an avenue for them to take. 
um, you know, there's a lot of programs that we talked about, but I feel like the best program could easily come from through masjid. Absolutely, it's up to the previous generation to pave the way for the next one. Right. You know, and the choice is what we do. But if that doesn't happen? And then they will pave their own path. Okay. And they have they have done so. Majority and I think time. that's where we are right now. That's where we are. That's where right we are now. right now. Yeah. You know, they have done so. And now we're seeing the consequences of the path that they have paved for themselves. Yeah. Because yeah. we didn't hold down, you know, the fort and the mantle and then show them, okay, this is the way. Yeah. You know, and, and I agree with you and I agree with that poet as well that the masjid is the first place, you know, it should be able to provide, you know, that safe house, as you mentioned, mm -hmm. you know, for because what that's what it is supposed to be. Right. It's supposed to be a safe house for the person's religion, his, his spiritual growth, as well as, you know, as a personal development. You know, so what programs do we do? And I honestly believe every masjid should be able to host or bring, you know, a speaker or expert speaker on subjects of emotional intelligence or subjects of, okay, personal development, a psychiatrist or a therapist yeah. or something. Yeah. You because know, Allah knows everybody, a lot of people need it. We, we, all, need, we all need that. We all, we all need it. We all need it. You know, because it's... <laughs> we all do. Yeah, we all do. So it's honestly, it's having a chance to talk to someone and, you know, and go, okay, talk about, okay, what, what is the issue? You know, what can be done? How to move forward from there? And that's honestly the path that I, I've taken so far into how to better the youth, giving them that communication line. Like, if you have any issues, let's talk about it. Let's sit down and talk about it. So imagine when they call you 3 a.m., hey, this is what happened to me right now. I don't want to do anything really crazy because right now my blood is boiling, you know, and really, you know, I'm trying to avoid doing something really, really bad right now. So what do you advise? You know, having to talk to someone. Okay. Did that happen? Multiple occasions. Uh, 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., you know, you're picking up that call, okay. And as a human being, you're really tired. You know, you really don't want to answer that phone call. But, you know, knowing that, okay, this person has honestly gone out of their way. They didn't have to call you. They didn't have to at all call you. But they did at the moment of need. You know, so, okay, if it's within your capability, then help them. Perhaps whatever you say or do at that moment defines what they become tomorrow or the choices that they make at that moment. Because now they're consulting with you. And that's one of the rights of a Muslim, of a Muslim person. It's like if they ask for advice, you give it to them. You know, so and having to understand and having that connection with them honestly helps and shapes what kind of person that person becomes, you know, and how, you know, they respond to the negatives that come or the obstacles that come and helping them realize that, okay, every obstacle is a trial, you know, and every trial you have to understand you're being tested. So, and what's being tested is your patience, and you know the duration of your patience the quality of your patience you know okay and when you have even the times of good times you're being tested for the gratitude of it are you going to be grateful or are you not going to be grateful so we have to keep them understanding constantly this topic that way they understand that whatever that comes through their way is going to only make them stronger if they if they're patient and if they go through it how do you, how, how can <clears throat> they prevent to get to that by seeking help at an earlier, earlier time, by having, you know, uh, avenues to talk about these sort of things and try to seek knowledge, try to seek knowledge, you know, again, proper resources and, you know, just having those things that, you know, honestly, that shape uh, is, is very, very important and making sure that you seek the knowledge, you be patient. And because nowadays, as, as we talked about earlier, it's like we want to help them, but at the same time, we're chasing them away. Mm -hmm. And then now we're like, oh, all the youth in the streets. Yeah. 
you know, subhanAllah, may Allah guide them. <clears throat> Allah guided, guided them to, to the masjid, you chased them away. Yeah. You know, so you have to be careful on that as well. It's a very, very sensitive, yeah, it's a sensitive sensitive situation. Very sensitive, very sensitive. And it takes um, it takes tremendous amount of uh, discipline not to say the wrong thing when you see a youngster that who is at the masjid, but yet um, feel that they lost uh, feel that they don't belong there, but yet you just come with the criticism. You don't mean no harm. You you don't you don't you don't, mm-hmm. don't mean no harm, but uh, the way you go about it, uh, as we mentioned, as, as as we talked about it, um, like as uh, you know, like on the positive side of it, but there is uh, a large portion or youngsters that are doing well. Um, you know, they're going to college, um, graduating from college, going to grad school, you know, above and that. Some are involved in politics within, within, within yeah. Um, some of them are actually uh, entrepreneurs. Uh, I've talked to multiple people that who uh, cross the board that have done well for themselves, right? Um, and, and, and um, so I think the challenge that we're having right now, it is that um, earlier what I did mention that, um, you can be what you can see, your own kind, right? Your own kind. Um, if you don't see your own kind doing good, um, so I guess what I'm going with this is that we need to provide as a whole community. We need to provide ways those that are getting off the track to kind of sort of an find somebody that they can look into within their age group, right? That is doing good for themselves. So how do we bring those two together? I mean, and uh, that is the challenge, right? <laughs> the challenge, that's the challenge. And honestly, I've been working um, the uh, community leader, Hassan, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. On how do we get those youths who have achieved success or right. who are on the path towards success to come out and speak, you know, and show, you know, that um, me- try to mentor these young ones yeah. and give them advice, yeah. you know, and because a lot of the times what we see is we see the success of a person, but we don't see the trials and the difficulties they, they went through mm-hmm. to build that success. People need to start sharing that. People need to start co- saying, okay, these are the trials I went through. Alhamdulillah, you know, Allah aided me to pass through them. Khair, you know, and then I advise you guys, make sure one per- one thing I learned from this is don't go that path. Yeah. Go this path instead. Yes, yes. Giving them that guidance, giving them that, you know, again, it's important to go to qualified people. You know, because I've had youth come up to me and say, I, six people advised me and this and that. Everybody will, everybody will give, give you their opinion. But you as a person have to understand what is the expert opinion on this? <laughs> Who's qualified to give his opinion? I've had most recently a student come to me and say, mentioning, okay, I, I received advice, you know, from this, uh, from one of our uncles in the, within the community. And I refer to the ones older as uncles. So he said, he gave me advice on how to seek knowledge. And I'm like, okay, this is... Did he seek knowledge? Is he a student of knowledge? Or is he a sheikh? Or he's like, oh, no, 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 he's, he has never sought knowledge. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, do you think, you know, it um, would be wiser to ask advice on somebody who sought knowledge, who's yeah. been through it, you know, who's seen the struggles, the good and the bad. Because sometimes they'll give you advice, say, it's easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. It's, not easy. it's, a, it's a trial. It's, it's a difficulty. It comes with, you know, <laughs> a lot of patience and a, a discipline. You know, it comes with discipline, so they, it's, it requires expert. Do, do you think we have the discipline ourselves, um, people that are in a position to help um, or guide the youngster one, that do we ourselves have the discipline to guide those kids? Honestly, we need to learn. If we don't have them already, we need to learn how to have that discipline. 
We need right. to learn how to advise them. We need to learn how to, you know, show them, okay. Because I've had a lot of scenarios where people said, okay, I want to mentor someone. I'm like, good, go ahead, mentor this person. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and they mentored they mentor them, but at the same time, they mentored them in good and bad. <laughs> <laughs> so having the discipline to differentiate what you need to say right. and what you don't need to share. Right. Right. You know, that is so that discipline is required 100%. And, and on the majority of the people, you know, some, some of us, we lack this discipline. You know, we want to give advice. We want to mentor. Everyone wants a little brother. They, you know, like they can help out and go with them everywhere and stuff right. like that. Right. Right. But be careful. You know, <laughs> you're shaping this person's life. You're responsible tomorrow in front of Allah. Yeah. So you have to advise them with good and khair. At the same time, you have to keep evil away from them as much as you can to the best of your ability. You know, and so that's what's important. It's, it's key. So we want all the people who have attained success, mm -hmm. you know, and all the listeners as well who've achieved, you know, whether it's through the masjid, whether it's, you know, academic, or that you need to understand. Do not build a bridge. Right. <laughs> Do not build a barrier between dinti and success. Yeah. Make sure you try to build a bridge. You know, how do they call it with one another? You know, Alhamdulillah, I've had a lot of skill sets that came from the masjid. You know, helping, teaching, talking to people, public speaking. I was horrible at it. My first khutbah <laughs> was 2015, uh -huh. uh, December 25th. I will not forget that day. <laughs> Subhanallah, it's like, waraqla. Uh, it's, it's like, uh, my... You were shaking. It was shaking. <laughs> An elder came to me, Muhammad, <laughs> I took the criticism. I'm like, I, he he means good. He means good. <laughs> he, he means, means good. good. Yeah. He means good. Are you, yeah. <laughs> or are you giving us a qutba. It's 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 something to definitely. It's a learning curve and learning experience. Now I'm comfortable with you know, public speaking. Right. That's right. why we had organization. We wanted to go to Dubai for the yeah. uh, for the yeah. big yeah. launch. Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. it's okay. You know, it's okay to let the students know. Go to the music, learn. Right. You will learn certain skill sets that are going to be crucial <laughs> to your career moving yeah. forward. Yeah. If somebody's out there. Um, wanting to take your steps um, to start, you know, learning the Quran, uh, investing their times, memorizing the Quran. What advice do you have them? What avenue do you do you advise them to go to? Honestly, a well and first is to inspect your emotional state first. Uh -huh. You know, you as a because sometimes what blocks a person from honestly succeeding is the emotional state. You know, because sometimes there have, might have been a negative connotation to when you were younger learning the Quran. Mm -hmm. That blocks, you know, it pulls like a barrier. Because sometimes we, how we respond, because we, sometimes we're used to a lot of negatives coming in. So we build, end up building an emotional barrier to the point where we're not the ones that are responding to a person, but the barrier that's responding to a person from a psychological perspective. Mm -hmm. So we need to understand, learn to forgive yourself. <laughs> it's not your fault. Move forward, you know, and learn that, okay. Once you're emotionally stable, alhamdulillah, now start seeking knowledge with the proper intention, mm -hmm. you know, sitting down with the proper people, you know, okay, who's qualified to teach you? Not everybody's qualified to teach, you know, and not everybody who's qualified to teach can, can teach. Mm -hmm. So we have <laughs> a challenge, <laughs> right? Yeah, but we have, they have to complete one another. They have to work together on right, this. Right. You know, the one who has the knowledge and the one who is able to teach, you know, because I have seen people who are very knowledgeable, when it comes to teaching, subhanAllah, I'm like, we need, we need, to, we need, to, we need to do something. <laughs> and I've seen people that are teaching. They're very, very good. But sometimes, you know, like if you don't seek the knowledge and you don't learn the knowledge, somebody will bring you dirt, you're going to think it's gold. 
That's right. That's right. <laughs> Teaching the skills. It's a skill itself. And people yeah. think, you know, like things are going to work out as they used to do back home. You know, yeah. it's because of what they saw. Just yeah. say something. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't work like that. It's actual skill. You need to understand. Yeah. And people ask me often, like, as a teacher, what do you do with your students? I analyze all of them. I don't teach all of them the same way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because absolutely. sometimes they're autistic. Sometimes something you don't know what this person yeah. has. Yeah. So you have to understand the student, yeah. analyze them, okay? Yeah. What is his strengths? What are his weaknesses? And you move forward. So for a person, you know, who's seeking the knowledge, I advise and make sure the, int- the intention is clear and make sure, you know, you're seeking the knowledge for the right reasons as well as take, or taking it from the proper people as well, people who understand the religion, you know, and make, making sure that whatever you learn has to be applied. Mm-hmm. If it is not applied, there is no point in you seeking knowledge, you know, and a lot of people, they seek it, you know, just, just to hear it, like, okay, I heard this hadith, and okay, mashallah. What are you going to do with it? Learn to apply the hadith, the practical aspect of it. You know, somebody's not going to forget how to do ruku' or sujood. We've been practicing it for a long time. Yeah. Knowledge is practice. As well as from academic perspective as well. You know, a lot of people, I see people come to me like, oh, aren't you, you know, just, I want to go to college, I just want to finish quickly. I'm like, are you going to college to actually learn the subject, to actually learn for it to be better, you know, because I have seen a lot of situations where people graduate from college, they're like, I've been sitting at home for two years. I, I have a degree, but I don't have a job. The biggest problem is thinking that the degree is going to get you a job. Mm. No, it doesn't work like that. You know, what skill, what value do you have to offer to the table? Companies, they don't care about your paper. They care about you as a person, what yeah. value you yeah. have. Yeah. 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 Any company can, tra- can train you in a skill aspect, but soft skills, that's all you. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't, and this is something we need to teach our people. Yeah. So I had all the, uh, one of the elders, may Allah reward him, we were talking about emotional intelligence at us at one point. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, Allah, I'm starting. Because it's like we put a barrier there. Right, right. You know? that, is, that is the stigma that goes along with that when yeah, you talk about emotional intelligence. intelligence. And yeah. it's not, it's not, and it doesn't make you daif either. It does not. It that is how strong people think. Yeah, it only makes you stronger. And, you know, it flourishes you, really. If you get, you know, whatever that is on your mind or whatever that's on your chest, off your chest, and talk it out of it, engage a conversation, you know, get your point across, uh, let others, you know, inject some things that, you know, that you didn't know before, um, that will only make you a better person. 100% our mm-hmm. biggest problem, honestly, thinking that we know everything. Yeah. That we know everything. And yeah. that's, the, that's a huge and yeah, reset yeah. You know, to our success, honestly, it's 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 not good. Yeah. So I, and and I think that's where people back home are facing too. Um, you know, I mean, in 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 it's very challenging to go through what we as a country went through. Um, and come out on the other end. You know, you know, some people think that. Uh, Right now, we are, I mean, we're nowhere near where we need to be. <laughs> Let's just say that, right? Um, you know, uh, some people say that uh, we're crawling. We're, we're not crawling. We're, we're, we're still laying down. <laughs> we're on tummy time, uh, if you understand that yes. concept. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to make our back muscles <laughs> a little bit stronger so we can learn how to crawl. It's a long way to go. Um, so, you know... Um, if we talk, if we talk about you know things, will get better. Yeah, hundred percent. And this is the thing: there are certain things that need to be to be sp- spoken about. Yeah, you know, we're not talking about these topics. You know, so that's the thing we need to understand. Like we need to have these sort of discussions. 
you know, some people might like the things that's going to be said, some yeah. people might not like it. Yeah. But at the same time, what's better for our development? Right. What's better for our, you know, moving forward? That's right. So these are sort of things we need to understand as well. And as you mentioned earlier, having qualified people at the front line, mm-hmm. you know, because understanding, that, okay, this person is not qualified for the position, persisting them to be there or to stay in the front lines, it's like... It does no good. It is not, you're breaking the back of the community. Yeah. You're not really helping the community. So, you know, having leaders to understand this sort of thing, you know, they, they need to understand this. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, need to understand yeah, this because yeah. you have to have qualified people yeah. moving forward and, you know, help aiding the entire community and leading them. It's like, how, how do you say this? It's like, um, you know, when you when you put in your, 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 your good people up front, um, I mean, you become a competitive, you know, but if you don't put your people up front, you don't become competitive, right? It's like you are going with the racket when there's a soccer play, you know, soccer game's taking place. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. So it's not a tennis, it's a soccer game or, you know, vice versa. So you are going with the wrong people in, 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 in let's not say that. So, uh, and that decreases your visibility. Visibility, uh, efforts and everything. Yeah. You know, where this community needs to be and... And what's needed needs to be done is yeah. it all depends on uh, whether ones are holding ourselves right, back. Right, hundred right. percent. Yeah. We're holding individual, ourselves individual, back. individual, individual too, individual too. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Every family needs to understand that they are a building block of this community. Yeah, you know, and maybe if you're not, you don't see the support going on. Perhaps try yeah. knocking the next door. Yeah, and if one person says no, go to the next door. I've had a young man come to me a couple of weeks ago. He started his own IT manager services. He's 19 years old. Mashallah. Yes, mashallah. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Amongst one of the youths that we mentored at a young age. Yeah. You know, so he's, he came up to me and he mentioned, you know, I, I, advi- I was advising him, go to the Somali community. Mm-hmm. Start knocking on every business's door. Yeah, yeah. You need your IT manager services? Yeah. I got you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go to the people. They yeah. Start knocking on them. And yeah. even if one, one says no, three say no, five say no, yeah. don't worry about them. Move on to the next restaurant. Move on to the next business. Somali business. No, you know, slowly. one yes adweighs million no's. Yes. Hundred <laughs> percent. That is the best way to go about. It. I mean, it's the best experience knocking on people's door you, because you never know what you're gonna get. You never know what you're gonna get. 100%. And the best entrepreneurs in this whole wide world, that's you know, they love to do that. And 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 you should be in an avenue for every youngster that is out there that who wants to start something, knock on people's door. You never know who 100%. you're gonna meet. Your life may change. Uh, honestly, for the better. He he called me. He said, "Okay, okay let's let's have lunch." You know, and and this is what's, what's, what's intriguing is like after the hour, one hour or an hour and a half conversation, uh-huh. he said, "Man, I was expecting you to be talking to me about the dean. <laughs> I never expected you to give me business perspectives right, on right. how to run my organization right, right. and all of these things." Jazakallah khair. Mashallah. And he's like, "I want you to train. You know, yeah. bring the, well, bring the other guys. I want yeah. you to tell me, tell them what you told me." Yeah. I told him, you're the CEO, that's your yeah, responsibility. That really you have the hardest <laughs> job, which yeah. is only that. me being a CEO of my own organization mm-hmm. and stuff. The toughest job is you, because yeah. you have to pick the right team. Right? Are they trustworthy? You know, Are they teachable? Can they unlearn a skill and then relearn something? Yeah. That's that's it, yeah. you know, and uh, we need to implement this into our yeah. community and yeah. helping yeah. them understand yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, the, 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 you said the the the, the key word. Um, are, are you teachable? If you're not teachable, you're not worth anything. It comes down to that, really. If you think about 100%. it, if you are not teachable, you're not gonna get ahead in life. You have to be teachable. You have to be dependable. You yeah. have to be, you know, you have, you know, as other entrepreneurs will say, like you have to eat the dirt. 
speaking of that, as bil'adhan, as human beings, mm-hmm. we're created from mud. Yeah. And clay is mo- can be molded into anything. Yeah. As a human being, you can be molded into anything. Yeah. So you have to understand, yeah. you know, yeah. what are the barriers that are stopping you from achieving your success. Yeah. You know, understanding them and working on how to fix those barriers yeah. and get them out of the way. Yeah. You know, you know, don't just go head on with everything. No. But what the best, smartest way to go around, navigate through all those obstacles. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because one, halaya, maybe perhaps, maybe this obstacle yeah. was a boulder, uh, you know, like a rock. You, okay, you broke through it, but the yeah. next one is, you know, platinum. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Okay, so what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. You have to learn to navigate through all of you these things. You have to learn to navigate. I think I think what you're doing it's it's uh, it's a good stuff. Um, I really admire it, uh, especially the teaching part of the Duxi, um, that, because that takes a tremendous amount of energy. I of know patience. that. I know that a lot of patience. I know that, um, and, and 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 you know, um, I keep up the good work. Hundred you know, percent. I, exactly. I, I I really really appreciate you taking the time to do this. Uh, I know you're a busy person, so thank you so cool. much for, for, for your time. Uh, I really enjoy talking well, like, to you. Likewise, likewise. Yeah. Uh, if you can um, recite for part of the Quran, <laughs> I would really appreciate it. <laughs> if you, if, you, if that puts you on the spot, then then, then by all means, be able to thank <laughs> you so much for your time. Yeah. <clears throat> I can start? Yeah. Allow me to أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا لا تكونوا كالذين آذوا موسى فبرأه الله مما قالوا وَكَانَ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ وَجِيهًا يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَقُولُوا قَوْلًا سَدِيدًا يُصْلِحْ لَكُمْ أَعْمَالَكُمْ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ وَمَنْ يُطِعِ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدْ فَازَ فَوْزًا عَظِيمًا إِنَّا عَرَضْنَا الْأَمَانَةَ عَلَى السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَالْجِبَالِ فَأَبَيْنَ فَأَبَيْنَ أَنْ يَحْمِلْنَهَا وَأَشْفَقْنَ مِنْهَا وَحَمَلَهَا الْإِنسَانِ إِنَّهُ كَانَ ظَلُومًا جَهُولًا لِيُعَذِّبَ اللَّهُ الْمُنَافِقِينَ وَالْمُنَافِقَاتِ وَالْمُشْرِكِينَ وَالْمُشْرِكَاتِ وَيَتُوبَ اللَّهُ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ وَكَانَ اللَّهُ غَفُورًا رَحِيمًا الحمد لله الحمد لله I think this was meant to be I think this was meant to be Thank you so much It's made by the best of planners Yes, 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 yes I can't thank you enough Thank you so much Jazakallah Jazakallah Jazakallah